We are both recording. Oh, God, I hope so. Yeah, we are. You can see it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you can. Oh, happy Sunday, my love. Yeah, happy Sunday. Yes, I agree. Should we get the announcement out of the way? Which announcement? Oh, I just... Am I the one recording on top or the bottom? I don't know. I think you're on top. Okay, I'm going to back It doesn't up. matter. It does to me. That's very loud and is overshadowing you. Oh. You need to be more up on the mic. I heard this last week. I can't be any more on the mic no, than I but, already am. Okay, first of all, but the mic can come to you. What if I just turn it up? Hello? Yeah, that's that's better. I don't want it that close to my okay. face. Well, you need to be close, though. <laughs> no, should we get the announcement out of the way? Yeah. Yeah? Welcome to the fucking club, Guy Pierce, the Weirdo Club. <laughs> I don't think he's in the Weirdo Club. Oh, I think he's very much he's, in the Weirdo Club. No, no. Have you seen him when he's not like looking all haggard? No. Oh, you gotta see Guy Pierce when he's looking good. Oh, that movie might have ruined it for me. <laughs> it's called Prime Pierce. <laughs> Prime Pierce. <laughs> see, it's not a bad looking guy. I mean, he's fine. How old have, is he? Have you seen Memento? Oh, he is in yeah, Memento. Yeah, that's Memento. Huh? Yeah, okay. He could, I Guy guess he... Pierce is 54 years of age. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's all right. Also, welcome to the club, Robert Pattinson. Oh, no. God, Robert Pattinson's so ugly. He is not. Yes, he is. Stop it. I don't need to stop it. He's ugly. He's, I don't think he's, he's attractive. A, he's, he's a, a perfectly handsome young man. Okay. He did nothing you to you. So. <laughs> you can think so. No, I know so. No. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to B&B Presents A24-7, a podcast where two people who live together and one of them tries to figure out each week how to make the computer work to do this love each other. We go through all the movies of A24. I'm, of course, one of your hosts, as always, Ben, and joining me as always... Brianna. I can't do an Australian accent. I'm Come sorry. On, you can't do an Australian accent. No, it don't just sound so stupid. Come on, let me hear your Australian no, accent. No, I'm not even going to try. That's British. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they didn't have none of you in the movie, did they? No. <laughs> oh, say we brain them. Uh, you should have just put insert subtitles for the next guest. Yes, it really, <laughs> it really should have been. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah. Uh, you got any A24 news to read to us? We're finally getting uh, Marcel the Shell. In, in Reno next week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not only are we gifted, and granted by this time you hear this, guys, you'll probably have seen both of these movies. Not only will you be being gifted Marcel the Shell with shoes on in theaters next week, we're also getting Nope, which I gotta tell you, it's just it's just sitting there. Yes, it, um, I'm excited for it. I believe Bodies, Bodies, Bodies trailer is becoming more and more popular. Um, How do you feel about it? really care no about it no i think it's gonna be it's either gonna be really 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 bad or it's gonna be decent <laughs> like i don't think it's gonna be really good i mean those are the two criterias usually really well, really bad like or really, really bad or really really good oh i guess that's true it's, i guess you I could go super into like the spectrum average. the other ways yeah um i do know that they i think it was this weekend a24 in their they have like a movie where you can watch like two movies from the same director. Yes, I forget what it's called right now. It's called live streaming. Kind of, no, it's not called live streaming. But you do it that's at your home, right? That's not what it's called, though. Huh? You do it at your home, right? Yeah, but that's not the name of it. It's called like their backstage 
something oh oh the actual title of what they call it yeah. okay but yeah but essentially what it is is it's like you're live streaming two movies at home from them yeah okay mm-hmm. both of them were um alex garland movies this week ah uh, yes Oh, Both the, of them A24 movies. It's called the A24 Screening Room. Ah. It was Men and Ex Machina. I mean, two movies we're going to get to. It starts today at 2 p.m. Oh, so there you that go. was pretty cool. I thought they that they did that. Well, that's cool. Yes. And then there is a new trailer for, I'm not sure if it's a show or a movie, but it's coming to HBO and it's called The Idol. That's and that's A24? Mm-hmm. That's yes. so weird. Yes, yeah. I just saw that trailer. Yeah. I honestly haven't watched it, so I'm not going to give you too much news on it because I didn't. Well, maybe we'll come back next week. We'll talk about this trailer and see what maybe the first foray into A24 television is going to be. Yeah, that'll be interesting. The way it was described on the thing, it said the idol is Euphoria's Euphoria. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say they've been on television with Euphoria, so. Is A24 Euphoria? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Euphoria is A24. Mm Mm-hmm. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Color me surprised. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, they have been on television before, you know. That's true. Like, let's see. They have two shows on Netflix, Mo and The Sympathizer. Oh, so they have television oh, out yeah, already. Quite a bit of television. Well, I'll be. They have Euphoria. Yeah, that's what I've seen. A lot of stuff talks about Euphoria and A24 together at the same time. Hmm. Now you're just looking at their stuff. I am. They have a come on, come on drawing thing. Like like pictures. Yeah, drawn. it's cute. I see it. Yeah, you guys should check out their website because they have some really Well, that's, that's wild the plan gifts. is to get us, is just to get A24 to sponsor us and be like, we'll just pimp the website. Yeah, watch now, Euphoria, season two. See? Very bizarre. Yes, we know. We know. <laughs> they can't see this. It's a vi- it's oh, not yeah. a visual Sorry, medium. Sorry, guys, I'm pointing. They, oh, that's a cool uh, beach towel. Blue widescreen TV beach towel. That's pretty sick, actually. What is that from? I think it's just a screen. Huh. Well, there you go. Okay. Good talk. Yes. I suppose so. (laughs) I'm sure that's from something, but I guess we're going to get to it now. We're going to talk about a movie that I don't know. I don't know how you felt about, but I don't I didn't really love it. I'm not going to lie. Don't spoil (laughs) the outcome. Hold on, I'm, I'm working on that. I'm going to give you an intro. The movie, of course, we were talking about, and it's also why I want to, in my opinion, throughout the course of this next discussion, talk about entering uh, Guy Pearce and Robert Pattinson into the Weirdo Club. It's a movie that takes 10 years after a global economic collapse, and it focuses on a hardened loner, played by Guy Pearce, who pursues a group of men, including Scoot McNary and a couple other people, who have taken the only thing that matters to him his car (laughs) after getting a hold of one of the people who stole his car's little brother who is played by in what is truly a discussion worthy role by robert pattinson he promises to take pierce to find the car and the two form an uneasy kind of bond this is of course the 2014 movie directed by david mccod and written by david mccod and based off of an idea him and joel edgerton had this is the rover I believe in God, and I know Henry believes in God. There's, there's no harm Henry wants to see me come to. And I believe in that. Yeah, look at the harm you've come to, and where's Henry? You waiting for me? He's not waiting for you. 
Yes, he is. No, it's not. I'll tell you what God's given you. He's put a bullet in you. And he's abandoned you out here to me. He feels nothing for you. I couldn't give a fuck if you died tomorrow. God gave you a brother who's not waiting for you. He gave you a brother who's not even thinking about you right now. Just because you and him come out of the same woman's hole. The only thing that means anything right now is that I'm here and he's not. Your brother left you to die. That's what people do. You don't learn to fight, your death's gonna come real soon. The rover. As you're you're coughing up a storm and dying for no reason. <laughs> First of all, it's not for no reason. No COVID. COVID? No, no, God no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. It's weed. Come on. I mean. Oh. Well, such is life, I guess. Such is life. This is the first time you'd seen this? Yeah. Yeah? That's, yeah. That sounds about right. Mm-hmm. I think I had seen this before, but I think I fell asleep through a good section of it. Oh, like, well, I think I, I saw this at the you. theater I, and I fell asleep during it. I was it. getting pretty tired watching it at one point. I was like, okay. Not me. I was oh. locked the fuck in this time. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. As always, guys. It's not her first, it's her first time seeing it, but as always, it's not her first time doing the who and the what, and that's part of our three sections, the who, the what, and the why. But before we get to the why, we gotta answer the who and the what, and that's been dissolved down into a great segment called, aka Brianna Hickey is gonna read us some wiki. So tell us what this movie's about and let's go through it. Okay, so 10 years after a global economic collapse that caused worldwide turmoil, the Australian outback is a lawless wasteland. Crime and poverty are common, and the small military units patrol the outback, attempting to maintain what little law and order there is left. After a robbery gone wrong, Archie, Caleb, and Henry flee, leaving behind Henry's injured brother, Reynolds. While driving away, Archie mocks Reynolds, and Henry attacks him, causing Caleb to crash the truck in which they were riding. When they cannot maneuver the truck out of the out of debris, they abandon it and Archie steals the car belonging to the mysterious loner Eric. Eric manages to free the truck and follows them. After a brief chase, Archie stops and Eric confronts them. When Eric tries to attack Archie, Henry knocks him unconscious with a shotgun. I will say one of the funniest moments of this is watching that car flip and go past the window where Guy <laughs> Pierce is just sitting there. Yeah. Just having a water and being like, well, today has really been rough. Maybe it'll get better. And, and that's then... just the start of his slow-moving reactions to all chaos around him. Because, yeah, this I mean... was your biggest issue with Guy Pierce was that Guy Pierce was not moving quick enough for your liking. I mean, if you... Yeah, I mean, even seeing the guy get up with his gun and he's still just like slow head turned towards the window like, huh, what? wonder what could be happening outside. <laughs> he's gonna go handle it. He's the man. <laughs> He's unfucking stoppable. He's like the Terminator. Yeah. Like, you really don't stop that dude at any point. Pretty much. Yeah, at no point was I like, anyone's got the one up on Guy Pierce. I mean, uh, they did knock him out with a shotgun, though. That's only because there was two of them. If it had yeah. just been that old man, he would have killed that dude. That's fair. That's fair. So, uh, now we have met the main villains. 
Yeah, Scoot McNary and his two cronies. Yep, and we've met the Reynolds, kind of. Yeah. But not really. We haven't quite met him yet. Not yet. So Are you a Scoot McNary fan? Who is he? He's the brother. Yeah, but like, what's what else? He was he in uh, 12 Years a Slave. He's in Argo. He's in uh, Killing Them Softly. He's in Come On, Come On. Oh, I don't, I think I've only seen Come On, Come On. You haven't uh, seen Killing Them Softly? No. Brad Pitt movie? Oh, actually, I think me and you watched it. I think we might have, yeah. But I don't remember oh. what he plays. In He's it. one of the two guys who rips off the game. Oh. That they're after. I mean, sure, he was fine. I mean, he wasn't really in this very much. He was in at the beginning and then the end. He's he's the goal, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. why you gotta kind of keep track of him. Yeah. So Eric wakes up and drives the truck into town, where he wanders into several establishments, asking if they've seen the men. He goes to an opium den, where he finds a dwarf and two Chinese acrobats from a traveling circus in the back room. Eric follows the dwarf to his trailer, where he offers Eric a gun for 300 U.S. dollars not australian dollars eric doesn't have 300 dollars, so he abruptly shoots the dwarf in the head and leaves with a gun after another confrontation with the opium opium den's owner he walks back to his truck and finds reynolds who asks why he's in henry's car <laughs> eric asks reynolds where henry is but reynolds faints which i don't think he really like faints without cause like he, he kind of rough handles <laughs> I mean... And he was, like, shot. It's kind of incredible, like, how Robert Pattinson kind of pops out of nowhere in this movie. Mm -hmm. And just shows up and, like, he kind of just makes that choice to, like, play this character where you're, like, are you, like, severely mentally hindered? Or are you just, like, kind of one of those, like, like, silent wells run deep kind of thing? Because, like, he's weirdly, like, good at things, but, like... I yeah. just don't know. I think he definitely has uh, some challenges. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and this is just a movie where I feel like if you didn't have subtitles on, I would not have understood a single fucking word they said. Oh, man, this movie, <laughs> guys, no no joke. This is subtitle central. Like, get yourself some subtitles. Yeah, it, it, for being, like, Australian, like, they're, oh, te- yeah. they're speaking English, like, but, like, I still could not. Their accents were so thick. I was like, what the fuck did he say? I didn't even know. Pattinson isn't even doing an accent. I, like Pattinson's he's just mumbling. Just, like Pattinson's mumbling, and he's also like making like a physical choice with his body. He is to yeah. like almost give himself a stammer or yeah. something. It's it, very interesting. Yeah, you have to read his body language. I think more than you have to listen to him. Because I think Pierce is the same way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After seeking help from a shopkeeper. Eric takes Reynolds to a doctor who performs surgery on him. The doctor cares for abandoned dogs, which seems to interest Eric. The next day, Eric sees two vehicles approaching in the distance, senses threat, and takes the doctor's rifle. The occupants of the vehicles turn out to be the traveling circus members seeking revenge for Eric's murder of the dwarf. They kill the doctor's companion without warning when he comes out to investigate. Eric kills the acrobats before leaving with Reynolds. So I didn't think that was the next day. Yeah, that's the next day. I thought that was all the same afternoon. No, no, because remember he sleeps and he wakes up. Oh, he is. Yeah, yeah Robert Pattinson. I think like this movie creepily, goes over the course of like four or five nights. Yeah, like creepily staring at him. Yes. <laughs> he wakes up. Remember, that's when Robert Pattinson was standing like this. Yeah, like. And we were like, that's a choice, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those poor dogs, though. 
They were locked in cages. Yeah, but remember why she said she did it. I know. She's saving them. Yeah, because people want to eat them. Yeah, people want to eat them. It's so sad. Ten years after the collapse and people are eating dogs. Yeah, that's a whole... If you had to eat a dog, what would you eat? If I had to eat a dog? Yeah, like what kind of dog would you eat? Rat dogs. Yeah? Yeah, I could care less about them. I'd I'd have a hot dog. Huh? Hmm? What? I'd have a hot dog. Oh. (laughs) I guess I could have said that. You could have. But you decided (laughs) to eat a real dog. I chose to kill a real dog. (laughs) I am a monster. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> okay. So I'd Eric, eat a wiener dog. It's the closest thing to a hot I dog. I think that's the yeah, closest. Yeah. <laughs> I'd put him in a little bun, too, just for the first part, Ew. just to be cute. Oh, I don't even want to talk about yeah. it. Okay. Eric and Reynolds stay at a motel and then almost abandon town. While Eric is away from the room, Ray loads a revolver when he sees an army vehicle driving down the street. He takes cover behind a bed and hears someone attempting to enter the room from outside. He shoots through the door and is shocked to find he has killed the daughter of the motel's owner before being shot at by by a soldier. Do we Eric, know it's the motel owner's daughter? What, what do you mean? Did we ever find that out? No, they just kill a girl <coughs> and that's it. Okay. She has no name. No. I, feel like, I feel like that was not something that was shown to us at one point. That's it, though. All right, they fair show enough. her dead. Yeah, no, I remember yeah. that. I'm just saying I don't remember there a scene where they're checking in and like Robert Pattinson no, waves to us. No, you don't know. A... You don't know. Who... Okay. I don't know how they know it's the motel. That's my point. Is like I'm like, how do they know that? Yeah. <laughs> Eric comes to the rescue, killing the soldier and driving Reynolds and himself away. Again, slow moving part two. He is the Terminator. <laughs> he doesn't have to move fast for anyone because he doesn't have to. He's just sitting over like on the other side of a wall. Which I don't even know what he was doing by himself. Maybe thinking, I guess. Because... I think that's a lot of what he does. Yeah, he doesn't seem to do a whole lot except think. I, I think he was a guy who, like, like there's that scene in the movie where Robert Pittenson asks him, like, how'd you, like, you kill guys so good? Like, you were in the army, and he doesn't want to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, that's fair, huh? So he's got, like, this kind of, mm-hmm. like, chilling silence to him where it's like he did bad things at one point, and I yeah. think he, I mean, like, I, I believe him, and we'll get to the scene in a moment. While camping near an abandoned mine, Eric is arrested by a soldier. At a small army base nearby, he learns he is being transported to Sydney. Eric tells the soldier that after finding his wife with another man, he killed them both. He is angry that the authorities seem to not notice or care. The soldier ignores him. Reynolds breaks into the area, kills two soldiers outside, and then the soldier who was processing Eric. Eric and Reynolds escape. He tells this story. This is actually the second best part of the movie. The first best part of the movie is the first moment they spend on it in between a campfire between Pattinson and him. And he says, I don't care who you are. He goes, I'm taking you with me to Carl Loon mm-hmm. because I want to make sure your brother's there. And if he's not, he goes, I'm going to slit your throat. Yeah. The best, the second best part of the movie is where he has him in the detention center. And he like, uh, like Guy Pierce's character is like, do you know who I am? Mm-hmm. And like, He's essentially telling the soldier, like, look, if you if I get even a chance to get at you, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. And he tells him, like, he fully confesses to a crime that I fully believe he did. Oh, yeah. Like, he strikes me as a man of, like, deep focus who's just mm-hmm. like, no, no, there are things that are and things that aren't. It's funny, though, because the soldier doesn't really ignore him. He listens to him, and then he says, well, you still did the one thing that I can't ignore. Yeah. Which is you killed a soldier. Yeah, that's yeah. true. He doesn't ignore him. He just says... Well, there's some things you can get away with yeah. and some things you can't get away with. Very and true. this is one of them. Yeah. And he also says, too, like, we're doing this because we get paid to do this. Like, luckily, we need Sydney to pay us. Yeah. Luckily, Ray was there to show up and yeah. bust him out. Yeah. 
thought so, that was going to be a lot harder. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was going to be a lot harder. There's only three of them. Is that it? <laughs> and it, it proves right here. I mean, it's funny. Like, his name is Ray, and it's almost like, it's almost, we jokingly said, we're like, this is like if Mad Max met, met Rain, Rain Man. Man. Yeah. <laughs> and it kind of is. It's like, it's, it's like Max Rain. Like... So they arrive at the town where Henry and the gang are hiding. They find Eric's car outside and break in. Eric holds Archie and Caleb at gunpoint while Reynolds goes to confront Henry. Eventually, both hold each other at gunpoint, with Henry not understanding why his brother wants to kill him and at the same time, Ray accusing his brother of letting him die. Reynolds becomes emotionally overloaded and shoots the wall by accident, which causes Henry to instinctively shoot him in the neck. Eric hears the gunshot and kills Archie and Caleb before walking into Henry's room and finding Ray's corpse. He shoots a devastated Henry in the chest and then burns the bodies. Later, Eric pulls to the side of the road in his car, and it is revealed that he was obsessed with finding the car because his dog's corpse was in the trunk. Eric prepares to bury the dog in the desert. Why do you think... Robert Pattinson's character joins and decides to go with Guy Pierce on this. I think based on Robert Pattinson's kind of brain and how kind of he's a little slower, I feel like to him, Guy Pierce didn't abandon him. He, he, you know what I mean? He brought him with him. Whereas like his brother left him to die in his mind yeah you're not wrong yeah. i mean you could argue the brother seemed pretty empathetic at the beginning in the beginning but he still left him there to it's die true. whereas guy pierce took him to get surgery That's he washed true. his wounds <clears throat> twice he gave him somewhere to sleep he got him food he wasn't very nice to him by any means definitely threatened yeah. him a few times but you could see towards the middle they were having like a little bit more of a relationship, you know, with the gas and Ray paying for the gas and the bullets and stuff. And like, I feel like with that, there was well, that they, they developed this almost like kind trust, of like, I guess. yeah, trust and like weird symbiotic relationship. Yeah. And I mean, the last scene, like they go in and they I like you don't think you're like, OK, how's this going to get resolved? And it, it ends badly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No one really gets out clean. Even Guy Pierce is like pretty irrevocably damaged by it. He burned four bodies alive. Yeah, where he burned four four dead bodies, and then he went out and buried his dog, and it's like, oh, man, yeah. what was it all for? Yeah, I mean, I feel like he's pretty jaded anyways, honestly. Yeah. yeah. But that's the whole movie. He just wanted to bury his dog in the desert. Yeah, and it was, I mean, yeah, we, we didn't know what it, man, we didn't know. Oh, it's such a bummer. I mean, and the thing is, too, like, at the end of the day, it's kind of the most satisfying end to the movie I think you can have because there isn't really anything that would be equally satisfying for you. Like, whatever is in that trunk is going to be disappointing to a certain extent. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of good that it's, like, it's kind of, like, low stakes. It's just a dog. Yeah. Yeah. I did say body, so I mean, I still think it's close enough that I I called that there was something. You called there was bury. something in the trunk that was not alive. <laughs> I mean, you did get that. So, man, yeah, that was that's the whole movie, The Rover. I I don't know much about the director except he directed the movie version, which also stars Guy Pearce of Your Beloved Animal Kingdom. Oh yeah, I love that show. Yes, yes, you do. The mm -hmm. movies, the movie's good too. Okay. So why do you think this is either good or bad? I think it's good because it's an interesting idea i guess mm -hmm. bad because i just think it's too long and i'm not i wasn't fully interested in it 
honestly. But really, like, I you wouldn't think, you watch think, this it, you think again. it could have been less than an hour forty? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Right. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Like I don't think I would watch this again. Just That's because. fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think it was bad. I just I don't know. It wasn't for me personally. I get you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Revenge movies can. People go either way on revenge movies. I mean, I like revenge movies. I just don't think this was one that really was... Re- to me, it wasn't a big revenge movie. Like, the most revenge it's was like Robert low Pattinson. Stakes. Yeah, he was for sure. pissed because his brother left him to die. Otherwise, True. he just wanted his car back. Yeah. <laughs> you know I honestly I think if they had just given him the car, they would it have been spared. It would have been spared. done. The movie would have been done. Yeah, yeah. they would have been spared all the trouble of that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do see here on uh, the wiki... That Guy Pierce, his character was, it says, I wanted the character to be a guy who had seen the world collapse, remembered a time when things were different, and was carrying around a jaded resentment that was bubbling in a murderous and dangerous way. You nailed it, buddy. Yeah, and then Robert Pattinson said, his character is a dependent who has been protected by people his entire life, but he's also burdened them, and he thinks he can't really live as an independent person. He's a little slow and very, very needy. And he feels like he needs people to look at him, look after him all the time. Yeah, I'd say nailed that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, both of them know what they want to do. I've always had this opinion that I'm always surprised that Guy Pierce never got like that big movie to stand out because he's never bad in anything he's in. No, I I think that's maybe why it's good. I think both the actors were incredible for their roles. Like they killed their roles. Absolutely. What I wrote on Twitter about it was a masterclass in the concept of uh, more is less is fully on display with this amazing double turn from both of them the movie only works because of how good they're in yeah i agree yeah Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah okay well let's get to gradings ratings and settling the scores what do you give i'm uh... giving it a c24 well there you go i don't think it was terrible but again i don't think i'd rewatch it anytime it's fun you What's that? What's your rating? Oh, it's an A24. Oh my god. No, this is this was really good. I my the final thing I wrote in my review of this is I said more movies should strive for simple premises that are executed well. What's Robert Pattinson's quote? Not everything has to be about something. There we go. Oh actually, hold on. <laughs> not not everything has to be about something. Not everything has to be about something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what he yeah it's true and he's right like that's kind of their performances too is like their performances are so not there they're completely there yeah it's outrageous it really really is outrageous <laughs> but you know what he's not wrong his character is very needy for mm-hmm. attention yeah. and he also i think feels bad because he doesn't understand fully what's like what pierce's character is asking him yeah like you know when he says the part about do you know that for sure did your brother tell you that and he's like both you know what i because mean? he's like what well what because to him me? he believes that is the same thing yeah he's like that's if his brother, my told, brother him, told me so i know it it's true no but i think i think he then later on there's that scene where they were like they go up to the fence mm-hmm. before they're gonna go to like take over wherever yeah. they find the other three of them and he says do you know this or did your brother tell you and he said and then he says both yeah yeah like proving that he does know the difference yeah yeah, it's very interesting. All right, cool. I agree. It is cool. What do you have a favorite scene? Probably when he breaks into the army base. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's just, it's just funny when he's like, "Is that it? Yeah, <laughs> is that all? <laughs> is that everybody?" 
Got that out of the way. Do you know what's up next for A24? What's next for us? Life After Beth. I don't know what that's about. Neither do I. I'm a mess, Mr. Slocum. There's just like so many things that I wish I had told her. Me too. Did anyone leave a message for me today? The Slocums? Nope, not today. I think they're avoiding me. That's the way! Okay. Where is she? Listen. She is not dead. I went to her grave. There's a hole in the ground. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. She's resurrected. She's resurrected. She's resurrected. Okay, and that's better. Why? Why is that better? It's from the Old Testament. Why is all my stuff in boxes now? Beth, you're so beautiful. I'm so happy you're back. You don't want to eat me, do you? Not right now. No, I mean like really eat me. Not with my parents around. Okay. It's not fun. It's weird. End of kiss, guys. What's going on? You want the IMDb description? Yeah. It's a comedy, fantasy, horror, romance. A young man's recently deceased girlfriend mysteriously returns from the dead, but he slowly realizes she's not the way he remembered her. Oh, okay. Stars Aubrey Plaza as Beth Slocum and Dane DeHaan as Zach Orfman. Also stars John C. Riley, Molly Shannon, Cheryl Hines, and Paul Reiser. Dang. Yes. Okay. Well, that Amongst fun. a group of other people who I'm sure we'll talk about. It's directed by Jeff Baena, who I don't know from anything. Oh, he's a weirdo. Oh. Oh, no. Yeah. So it's going to be weird. Yeah, probably. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, well, Life After Beth, 2014. And we're going to close out the show as we always do by telling us uh, where they can find us. Yeah, so you can find us on our Instagram at B and B underscore presents underscore, which has all of our individual ones on there as well. So be sure to check them out. Mm-hmm. You can follow me at AET Critic for the Empty Theater Critic on Twitter. Go go buy some photos from her too. Yeah. At BDH Imagery. Do it. I'll travel. Yes. Call me. Yes. You have to pay for that though. Yeah. 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 Travel's not included. Sorry. Yeah, champ, don't fight for free. <laughs> As we close out every episode, I ask you, what was the best non-A24 thing you saw this week? Well, it's not something I saw, but I'm really obsessed with the book that I'm reading right now. Tell me about it. Well, you know, it's my little fairy fantasy books I read, so I'm not going to give you too much detail. But it is the... Why? Because you think I'll make fun of it? Yeah. Okay, that's fair. (laughs) It's the From Blood and Ash series, and there's four books, and I'm halfway through book number two, so I'm pretty freaking hyped about it. Fascinating. What about you? I mean, we watched it yesterday in bed in the morning. It's called Down with Love. Oh, that was good. Down with Love was really adorable. I I still can't believe you said it got such bad ratings. It it just it it just did not do well at all. Like it's like it's like guys, you want to reassess a movie? Watch Down with Love. It's It's hysterical. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Well, for B and B presents a twenty four seven. I'm of course one of your hosts, Ben. Is a Brianna. Is a Brianna. That was Robert Pattinson who just came in. We booked <laughs> oh him God, for that one scene. Got in here Cost me $4,000 and it was <laughs> worth it. And you guys, of course, can always catch us here 24-7 talking about A24. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye.